Hello, and thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Far Above Rubies. My name is Erin Holmes, and I'm the pastor's wife at Journey Church in Henderson, Nevada. Through Far Above Rubies, we dig deeper into the Word of God, not only to learn more about who He is, but also about who we are in Him. If you enjoy the podcast, be sure to subscribe and invite your friends to do the same. Now to our devotional. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Far Above Rubies today. I'm so very glad that each of you are here. Today, as we continue our walk through the book of Romans, we're taking a look at Romans chapter 6, verses 8 through 11. And we're talking about the thought to break the power of sin. To break the power of sin. We're going to read verses 10 and 11 together. And they say this, When he, referring to Jesus, died, he died once to break the power of sin. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Jesus Christ. Now, Paul was talking to those at Rome who are part of the church, the the large body, okay, capital C, who had been born again of water and of spirit, all right? He's not talking to the general public. He's not talking to those who are unsaved. He's not talking to those who do not know Christ, do not have intimate relationship with him, who have not been born again of water and of spirit. He's talking to those specifically who have been born of water and of spirit, okay? These are the only requirements for this truth to be applicable to your life, that you are born of water and of spirit, then you are dead to the power of sin. What does that mean? It means sin no longer has control in your life. All right. Paul had his own born of water and spirit experience in Acts chapter 9 verses 17 through 18. If you've not read that lately, go read the whole chapter of Acts chapter 9, okay? It's an incredible story of Paul's conversion from just knowing who God is to having intimate relationship with God to Jesus Christ reaching out to him and saying, now you need to come a little further, take another step. He was born of water and of spirit of baptism and receiving the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 9 verses 17 and 18. So he is speaking from a place of experience to those who have been born again of water and of spirit, just like Jesus said we had to be if we wanted to enter or even see the kingdom of heaven in John 3. All who are born again of water and of spirit are dead to the power of sin. That should be something that makes your heart leap within you. It should make your soul excited. It should bring up a joy inside of you like none other. Okay, does does this mean that we are never going to sin again because sin has no power over us? No, absolutely not. We are still human. We still have carnal flesh that we have to bring under submission to the Spirit of God daily. All right? We still make mistakes. We still sin. But that sin no longer is a death sentence to us. We can now take that sin, hand it to Jesus Christ, and say, I don't want this in my life. I'm not hanging on to it. I'm not wrapping my life around it. I'm going to hand it to you. It was a mistake, and I'm going to keep going in your direction. Jesus. 
Sin no longer has a hold. It is no longer a death sentence on our soul. Jesus Christ died to break the power of sin. That was what his sacrifice was about. He was paying our the debt we owed. He paid the price for our sin. He died on the cross so that sin no longer controlled those that he loved. Not only did he pay the price, but by rising again from the dead, he showed that sin and death do not have the final word. They are not the end all in creation. They sh he showed us that his spirit triumphs over it all. Sin, death, hell, the grave, and it gives us eternal life. Plenty of people have and do lay down their life for someone they love. That's not new. It's, it didn't start with Jesus. It didn't end with Jesus. Plenty of people lay down their life for someone they love. But there's a big difference in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Jesus died for everyone. And not only did he die, he rose again, showing that he is the one true living God, okay? Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and lived among us. What a blessing to see that, to talk about it this Resurrection Sunday, that Jesus Christ not only died for us, He didn't just lay down His life for us, He wasn't just the sacrificial lamb, but He was also the living God who rose again from the grave and lives forever. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Jesus Christ. Sin no longer has a hold on you, my friend. Don't let condemnation weigh you down. Don't let any mistake that you make or have made or will make weigh you down and cause you to believe that sin has any power over you. If you have a little ant begin to crawl on your skin and bite you, that ant is not the end of you. You smack that ant, you get it off of you, you get rid of it, and you move on with your life. And that's what sin is. It's so It can be so much worse than the little ant, but that's the picture. We are not controlled by that tiny thing. We have new life and freedom and power walking in authority through Jesus Christ. We get that sin off of us. We give it to God. We say, I don't want this in my life. I'm not hanging on to it. I'm not wearing it around my neck. It is not a label of who I am. And I'm going to get up and move back in God's direction. You are dead to the power of sin. Thank you, Jesus. Go and read Romans chapter 6, verses 8 through 11. And if no one has told you lately, you are loved and you are cherished and you are valuable. You have beautiful and tremendous worth, my sweet friend, and that worth is far above rubies. Thank you for tuning in today and I will see you all again tomorrow. God bless you.